Guma Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Ajunulambito Bujo Kanakabhatatu Sankitanai Kapitaro Kamalaya Takshu Vishwamboro Dvijaboro Yugadharma Palo Vande Jagat Priyakaro Karunabhataro Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito Gurudai Pushpabanto Chitra Sangdo Tamanuno Vandeham Shri Ramakrishna Abhayo Charano Sako Sukado Paramanando Sundaro Subalapriyo He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandu Jagatpate Gopisha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostude Tapta Kanchana Gurangi Radhe Brindavanishwari Vishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Shri Shri Dabji Gopal Ki Jai Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara Ki Jai Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Sri Ramananda Sambhata Ki Jai Gaur Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari So we continue our discussion of Ramananda Sambhata we ended the last class with, the last class, I should say, was concerned with Dasya, Prem. And here, as we, as we discussed, there are many types of Dasya Prem, and Mahaprabhu, uh, as he liked the suggestion of Prem in the first place, and before that, Gyansunya Bhakti, so he also liked the idea of Dasya Prem, which is now becoming... The discussion is becoming more uh, specific, from Gan Shunya to Prem to certain kinds of Prem. So, uh, still he wanted um, Ramananda Roy to continue, say something more. Hmm? That's good, but say something more. So, Ramananda Roy has offered the suggestion that Roy Kohe Sakya Prem Sarvasadjasar, that Sakya Prem, this is the essence of the of all pursuits mm-hmm. and as we'll as Brahman now will cite a verse of course to support this as he was asked to do by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu it's a famous verse from Bhagavatam and we'll discuss it but um, having said this and cited the verse Mahaprabhu will reply uh, something a little different than what we've heard so far so far he said, this is external, this is external, this is external. He said, that's good, that's good, that's good. Three times now for Gyanshunya Bhakti, as I say, Prem Bhakti and Dasya Prem. And then Prabhupada, now he says, Eho Uttam Agekaha Ar. Hmm? This is Uttam, this is very good. Hmm? Uh, still, as we'll see, we'll ask him to proceed further, but this is characteristically different now than what we've heard thus far as Gyan Shunya Bhakti Prem and Das Prem was characteristically different from all those things that are external to um, having a 
self-serving relationship with Bhagawan. So similarly, the idea of having a serving relationship is uh, differentiated here um, from Sakiras, or Sakiras is differentiated from that, although it is a serving mood, as all the different rasas are. It's characteristically uh, different, and the way, there are a number of ways in which it's different, and we should discuss them, but it, it forms, and this is what Mahaprabhu is excited about here, really, it forms the baseline of the of Vrindavan Bhakti, because as I said last night, the pure dasya bhakti in Vrindavan is lacking. Hmm? It tends to be tinged with with uh, with sakya, hmm? and um, and so, in a sense, in that sense, sakya is the baseline. Hmm? Although there is a dasya, it has influence of sakya, and then. The uh, Sakyabhav, of course, it's uh, it's the baseline in another sense, in that it extends throughout. In other words, all the different rasas can be tasted in Sakyarasa. So it has connection with all of them in a way that the other rasas don't. While all rasas are within, so to speak, the next one, the elements, the ingredients of them, so to speak, and more, in that sense, as we reach Madhurya Rasa, everything that's there has, uh, in in the earlier Rasas is also in Madhurya Rasa and something more. I'm speaking about uh, this in a different way. Uh, this meaning that uh, my statement that Sakiras, uh, in Sakiras one can experience all the sentiments. It's connected with all of them in a way, in a different way than, for example, Madhurya Rasa is. And that um, comes to light when we look at the four different kinds of sakirasa of Braja. Hmm? But before we go into any detail of that, we should speak about the basic difference between dasiras and sakiras and some of the different kinds of uh, sakiras, which are much fewer, if you will, fewer than the kinds of dasiras in a sense. Uh, 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 it's dasiras is more spread out and corresponds with many different, all different forms of the Lord, whether it be Narayan, any of his avatars, Ram, um, Krishna, Krishna Dwarka Matura, Vrindavan, and so on and so forth. We don't find Sakya Pras has that far of a reach. It has a more um, refined focus, if you will. You may recall when we spoke, spoke about things like Varnashram and Karmarpanam and so forth, I made the point that this is very external, so it doesn't it, it, the, the, the worship corresponds with the form of the Lord, therefore Karmarpanam uh, so forth tends to lead, for example, towards Brahma Sahuja, Gyanmishra Bhakti, and so on and so forth, rather than corresponding with a form a uh, specific form of the Lord with detail. We talked about Dasarasa. Hmm? It corresponds with many forms of the Lord. You can have Dasarasa, say, with Narayan or any of his avatars, with Ram, like Hanuman, with Krishna and Dwarka, Mathura, and Dabin. So there's, it's still less focused, if you will. As we go up the ladder, you see, the love intensifies and the, the object of the love becomes more clear, hmm? more uh, singular, hmm? and gets more to the heart, really, of uh, of Krishna, who's the fountainhead of all expressions of divinity. 
So Sakharas is different from Dasaras in that way, but the fundamental differences first should be discussed. And we recall that Dasaras is characterized by all that Shantaras is characterized by the, the absence of material desire which gives peace um, and the attachment to Krishna, which is just a little bit of love. Hmm? But as much as we say love is service, if you love someone, you serve them, this is absent in Shantaras. However, it's found prominently characterizes predominantly, principally, dasiras, as does this possessiveness that's absent in Shantarasa. So when we come to Sakiras, then we have those qualities hmm, and something more. And uh, that more is Vishramba. Vishramba is the Pradhan. Hmm? Really, the, the 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 basis of of sakiras. Vishramba means it means confidence. It implies a sense of equality amongst equals. There's a sense of confidence that arises, confidence and confidentiality. Hmm? That uh, we have, we're on the same page. We have everything in common. Hmm? We can share openly. It's characterized by this vishramba in a positive sense, in a negative sense, by absence of any reverence. So there's no there's no fear in Sakyarasa. In Dasyarasa there may be some fear, I might have made an offense to the master. Something like that. But this doesn't occur amongst Krishna's friends in Sakyarasa. Hmm? So absence of reverence and the presence of confidence uh, characterizes the uh, uh, Sakirasa and well, there are many examples of that kind of confidence but it reaches its zenith of course in the Brajalila and this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was interested in. There is also some Sakirasa in, in Ayodhya on the part of Ram brothers like um, Lakshman and so forth Bharata and uh, some of those other monkeys, Sugriv. Uh, um, but these are not um, opportunities, windows of opportunities for sadhana siddhas like ourselves. Hmm? Um, I like to look at Ramalila in terms of its Vatsalya component and its Saki component, Vatsalya or uh, Madhurya component with. Sita, it's a Vatsalya component. Ram has a mother. Ram has a father. Hmm? Narayan doesn't have a mother and father. There's no Vatsalya there. So there's some Vatsalya, but there's no opportunity to become a Vatsalya Bhakta of Ram, hmm? to become the friend of Ram. But there's a big opportunity to become what? The servant of Ram, like Hanuman. He shows the way for all the Jeevas to enter into Ram Leela. Hmm? But they. But these sentiments expressed in relation to 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 to, to Bhagavan by his parshadas, hmm, these aren't Tatasta Shakti Jeeves, but they're uh, manifestations of his Rup Shakti, his consort, his brothers, and so forth. It's it's it it suggests that that such things are possible. Hmm? That which a suggestion which does not arise in um, Vaikuntha. There's no hint of that, hmm? of the kind of brotherly love, 
friendliness um, and parental love. Even the conjugal love is is very toned down there. So it points in a way towards Golok, from Ayodhya to Golok. And you know, for example, uh, Gopukumar went from Ayodhya to Golok and Dwaraka. Dvaraka, Mathura, Hastinapura, these areas, huh? you will find also uh, Sakirasa. You will also find uh, Vatsali Rasa. We're interested in Sakirasa tonight. So there's a kind of what's called Purisambandi, city love, hmm? from the city dwellers. Uh, a, the prime example would be Arjun, Draupadi, hmm? also. Yudhisthira, the other the Pandavas, they ha- they have this kind of sakyabhav hmm, for Krishna, hmm. and at the same time, it the nature of it is such as is such with all the sentiments outside of the Braj that are similar to the sentiments of the Braj, the Dasya Sakyabhatsolya Madhurya and Golok, hmm, they. The sakya is not prominent enough that if Krishna should show his Aishvarya, his godhood, that it will uh, remain prominent. No, it will recede to the background and the Aishvarya will take precedence. And we see that, the most prominent example, perhaps for all of us, is there in Bhagavad Gita, hmm? when suddenly Krishna, upon request, of Arjun shows himself the universe to be uh, inside of him, and and Arjun loses his sense of friendship and becomes influenced by the display of Aishvarya and thinks, "Gosh, uh, as I think about it, I must have committed offense. I sat on the same bed with you. I called you by familiar names and even by names that that are critical in in, in jest and so forth. Uh, that was inappropriate. <clears throat> your your God and so forth." This happens, can happen to those sambandi, uh, puri sambandi friends of Krishna, but this will not happen in Vrindavan. One of the prime examples, of course, is, is, the, is the lifting of Govardhan Hill, and you see that it's depicted there in art with the, while Krishna's holding the hill with his little finger in his left hand, the cowherds are sticking their sticks up and thinking that they're helping him to do that. He couldn't be doing it himself. Although he's showing extraordinary Aishvarya, it, they don't, it, doesn't, it doesn't cause their, their friendly love to recede to the background. They, they think, well, maybe he's got some powers, you know. They really, what they think is that Nanda Maharaj is a really good devotee. He's very religious. He worships Narayan very religiously, and so Narayan not only takes care of his son, but in a big way. Hmm? And he's our best friend, and so he takes care of us too. Ryan gives him powers to do things, but otherwise, he's just our friend, and we're equal. Hmm? They think there, there's, there, they are. Com- this is samatha, complete equality, vishram, equality between us and Krishna. He, there's no difference. Sometimes he serves us, sometimes we serve him, hmm? and sometimes in serving him, in in, in playing with him, we defeat him. Hmm? wrestle him to the ground, and, and and so on and so forth. This is very, very extraordinary. This is where bhakti, which is 
service to Krishna starts to look otherwise. Hmm? In Shantarasa, you're looking for the service. Hmm? There is some reverence and the beatific vision and and so forth. In Dasirasa, it's full of service and it's obvious. There's the master and there's the servant. Hmm? In Sagiras, it starts. You start to question, "What's wrong with these people? <laughs> they're supposed to be serving him. He's God, but rather they're 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 doing other things." As it turns out, everything they do is pleasing to him. Everything that the cowherds do, hmm? it's all an expression of Sagiras. All the nuances, differences, their different desires and ambitions, and so on. It's all pleasing to him. Hmm? And by the force of this Sakyabhav, the divinity of Krishna, if you will, if you will, is receding to the background. So this is, you see, this is a very extraordinary idea, and it doesn't happen in Hastinapur or in Dwaraka, where, wherever there may be friends of Krishna outside of the Braj, to the same extent. Hmm? There it happens to the extreme, and it's it's a totally different thing phenomena. We don't find it anywhere else. So Mahabharata was liking this very much. Now he says, this is really good. This is super, he said. Hmm? We are now in Vrindavan, for sure. We've landed, for sure. With Dasya Bhakti, Dasya Prem, we could have been anywhere. Hmm? With Sakya Prem, kind of, maybe we could have been in Puri Sambandi, but, but, but He's being transported, and when he says, hey, this is Uttam, he means, this is the baseline of the whole of Vrindavan. Hmm? This is, of course, where Ramananda is taking him. Hmm? He did speak about Rag Bhakti, and the Prem of that, and, and then the Rag, and the Prem of Vaidhi Bhakti. Then he spoke about Dasya, which could go either way. Hmm? Um, and now, uh, Sakiras. Even Arjun is going towards, towards, towards Rag, as as a Vrishni, But the full face of it is what defines Vrindavan. So they say it's like the baseline of Vrindavan. And this is where Mahaprabhu's mind is gone when he says, "Oh yes, that's that's super. That's 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 good. We've landed in Vrindavan now, hmm? and this is where we can things really get interesting, so to speak." <laughs> so. Uh, a very d- different expression. It doesn't look like service. It brings into question whether they're serving him or not. Um, it's a, it's bewildering. The verse that the Ramananda will cite as evidence for Sakya Rasa is Sugadev speaking about how bewildering this is, how extraordinary um, it, it is, how different it is. Hmm? Um, uh, so... Um, this way it's distinguished from Dasirasa and the other Rasas. How does it then, as I say, how is it the baseline and more? How does it touch every other Rasa? How does it pervade in that sense? Vrindavan. This is what Brahma said, of course, when he said, Ahobhagyam, Ahobhagyam, Nandagopa, Prachokasam, Yanmitram, Paramanandam. Uh, he said, that, "Oh, so lucky, so lucky are the people of Nanda Maharaj because he who is the supreme Brahman, Sanatan, the Eternal One, the the the, the full uh, 
Purna Brahma is become the friend of everybody. Hmm? He's saying that this friendship pervades Vrindavan. And how? Hmm? Um, in that, as I say, it's that which is it's, it's constituted of has some influence on the Dasya Bhakti there. And of course, what's ever in it is also in Vatsalya Ras and in Madhurya Ras in one sense. It means the, the confidence, hmm? well, the, the, the sense of intimacy, hmm? I should say, the increased mamata, hmm? possessiveness, is there in Vatsalya and in, in Madhurya. But it pervades in another way in that, as I say, in Sakya Rasa one can taste all the different Rasas because there are four basic expressions of this Sakya Rasa in Vrindavan. Rupa Goswami calls them um, Surit Sakas, Sakas, Priya Sakas, and Priyanarma Sakas. And in them we find Sakya Rasa mixed with Dasya Rasa. Sakya Rasa mixed with Vatsalya Rasa. Hmm? Pure Sakya Rasa and Sakya Rasa mixed with Madhurya. So Madhurya, Vatsalya and uh, Dasya can all be mixed with Sakya. Hmm? This is a unique characteristic of Sakya Bhav. So in Sakya Bhav, one arguably can taste all of these. Hmm? Depending on, of course, one's type of Sakya Bhav, they can taste Sakya Madhurya, Sakya Dasya. Baladev tastes Sakya, uh, and in the context of that, Dasya and Vatsalya. Hmm? So this way it has a connection in a way that other uh, Rasas don't have with one another. Hmm? Now, central, you could say, in one sense, is the Priya Sakas, who have, whose Sakya Bhav is pure, there's only sakiras, no mixture. Hmm? Rupa Goswami makes the comment, when we look at the primal uh, example, the four paradigmatic figures that fully embody as an ideal this Priyasaka, pure sakiras, Sridam, Sudam, Vasudam, and Kinkini. Hmm? Four friends of Krishna. He says, these are Priyasakas, but actually they're Priyanarmasakas. Priyanarmasakas is, are those whose Sakiras is mixed with Madhurya, which means that they have access to the Madhurya Leela, they're participants in the Madhurya Leela, hmm? in ways that the other cowherds aren't. But the core members of the Priyasaka group, hmm? Jiva Goswami says, they're actually, if we look carefully at them, they're actually, we can call them Priyanarmasakas because they have access in a, in a, in a way to all of these uh, Madhurya, uh, Madhurya Leelas of Krishna as well. How is that? Because they are the very personification of Krishna's Antakarana. Mm-hmm. Antakarana is made up of four ingredients, the Chit, Buddhi, Manas, and Ego. So they are personifications of these four th- four aspects of the kind of subtle body, hmm? 
we're talking about Krishna, but <laughs> that it, it, it such is the nature of the of the spiritual body. Uh, those things that are, are here in the material body are there in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a full sense, um, in a spiritual sense. So, if wherever you go, your chitta goes, your ego goes, your heart goes, hmm? chitta, your your intelligence, your mind, and so forth. So they are participating in everything. So, in a sense, he says, this core group of pure sakas, they have access to everything. And particularly, those who are particularly characterized as Priyanarma sakas, obviously, they have access to and participate in all the Madhurya Lila of Krishna, Krishna's romantic life. They are the most dear, most confidential friends because these are the confidential concerns of Krishna, and they are aware of them, and they um, um, are persons, friends of Krishna, Krishna can speak to about them. Hmm? And uh, readily he does. They're very good at also making communications with sign language and eyebrows and things like this to make secret, send secret messages in public and so forth, whispering things in Krishna's ear, very good at singing, hmm? This is what they'll sing about. Hmm? Uh, and advising Krishna hmm? morally and so forth. Hmm? A very special uh, uh, group led by uh, Krishna's closest friend, Subal. Hmm? And this is uh, then when we speak of the Purinama Sakya, we're all speaking about how this Sakya is the baseline and extends throughout. Because. Hmm? We heard that Vatsalya Rasa, it develops in the Brajalila in terms of sneha, which means affection, characterized by heart melting, hmm? um, by a, 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 and by rag. Rag is characterized by, that, do, uh, by doing something that is painful, but it turns into nectar, like going out to pick flowers, and it's really hot out. Hmm? But one doesn't feel at least bit hot. Hmm? But it's feeling like nectar because he's trying something which would be sorrowful and painful into something pleasure because it's being done for Krishna. This is called rag. Hmm? So this is, uh, and sometimes some bit of pranai, but pranai, this will get in the way of the dasyabhav. So this shows a little bit. Now when we come to sakyabhav, it develops in terms of sneha and full pranai. Indeed, pranai is very central then to this Sakiras. Pranay is like Vishramba. It means this kind of love, confidence, this kind of... I've given an example before. If you love someone and you touch them, you know, it doesn't make any difference. But if you bump into somebody on the street, you go, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Or, Yuck, you've got cooties. Or, you know, that guy touched me. Or something like that, the kids will think. But amongst one another, they're just, you know, they're just touching one another's bodies and... and uh, uh, there's no difference between theirs and, the, and their friends. This is this is pranai, the basic sense of pranai. This is very central to sakirasa, and so the progression of the development in love in sakirasa goes like this. It's quite unique. It goes pranai, prem, sneha, hmm? and rag. This is the general idea. First, this pranai starts to come hmm? before prem is attained. Hmm? Pranay, then prem. Hmm? 
So the prem is carrying, the prana is carrying into the prem, then sneha, then rag. But in the case of the priyanarmasakas, it goes from pranai to prem. It intensifies into sneha. This is an intensification of the stai. Hmm? Uh, sneha to prana to, to rag, anurag, bhav, mahabhav, rudha mahabhav. Hmm? So this is deep within madurasa. Hmm? Uh, handmaidens of radhika. Go a little farther, another kind, another further intensification of the same Mahabhav. Hmm? So this is a very special type of Sakyarasa, very extraordinary. But it, it illustrates my point here only is that this Sakyarasa pervades the whole of Vrindavan. Uh, it's connected with everything. It's the baseline and extends up to the high end of Sakyarasa. As Prabhupada said, well, down to Sakya. Hmm? From there, up and it. it we often will say also in another way that Madhurya pervades because they're the Krishna, Radha Krishna, the hero, the heroine, and everything's moving around that. But in another way, in the way I'm explaining, this Sakyarasa also pervades Vrindavan, and this was Brahma's uh, statement. So Mahabhu was liking this idea very much. In Sakyarasa, the devotees, they they feel also that our, our relationship with Krishna is the best. Hmm? Ours is the best in a couple of ways. One way is because in Sakyarasa, the way I feel towards Krishna is the same way that Krishna feels towards me. So how much closer can you get? That's what happens in friendship. How you feel towards me, I feel towards you. Whereas in Vatsalyarasa, that's not the case. How the parent feels towards the child is not how the child feels towards the parent. Hmm? It's quite different. (laughs) even there will be love. Between the master and the servant, how the master thinks towards the servant and the servant thinks towards the master, this is different. In conjugal love, well, there's some similarity, but there's often differences too. Hmm? But in Sakiras, completely on the same page. So they think, how much closer can you get? We, he feels exactly like we feel. Hmm? And also, they really alone, have the testimony, numerous testimonies, on the part of those who others say is the highest ideal of uh, Vrindavan Bhakti, the gopis. What is that? Others say gopis are the highest, but gopis say, oh, the the cowherds are the best, just see. Hmm? If only I could be a cowherd, Radharani thinks, then like Subal can walk openly in public, hand in hand with Krishna. Hmm? I could have that opportunity. Of course, how they're thinking is is another thing. But it, but the cowherds they think this is the confirmation. Hmm? These type of statements are the confirmation. Our love, even the gopis, say it. So this is this is this is the best. Everyone should think their love is the best. Obviously, but Krishna Das Kaviraj does, of course, is try to step back from this subjective experience and speak objectively. Hmm? And this way he tries to come to the ideal of Madhuryas and handmaiden, uh, headmaidens of Radha and so forth. This is where it will go. But there's a special place here for this Sakiras and everything after that. Hmm? Hmm? 
So this is a anyway some ways in which the, these cowherds they feel hmm, our position is the best, and of course they're subjectively they're right. And some will argue, oh, the pre saka they're just as good as the manjari. But objectively, the manjaris, their love goes a little, little further, nuanced intensity of, of mahabhav. Hmm. Hmm. But the sakyas, sakyas are in supporting roles there. Hmm. When they end, the Priyanarmasaka has a place at the, under the, I want to say, a group leader hmm, in Sakya Rasa and a group leader in Madhurya Rasa, a Yuteshwar, hmm, a group leader. Hmm. Both legions split on both sides. When a Priyanarmasakya is with Radha, then he will plead the case of Krishna. When he's with Krishna, then he will plead the case of Radha. When he's with Radha and Krishna, then he'll stand up for Krishna's position. This is his ego. This is his service. How it, how it in a basic sense, plays out. But these boys, of course, they're very dear to gopis. They assist them sometimes, can pull Radha up, hmm, make a connection between her and Krishna and so forth. So, very intimate dealings. This is called, sometimes because of this, participation in the Madhura Rasa on the part of these sakas. This is referred to by Rupa Goswami as Sakibhav. Hmm? Saki here refers to like a girlfriend. Like the girlfriends, they will be involved in these things, assisting Radha Krishna in ways that guys usually don't participate. These these boys will participate and assist. Hmm? So these are the real bosom confidential friends of Krishna that he can turn to with regard to his romantic life. Hmm? And he may ask, I don't know, does she love me? And it's Ubalbos. Radhe! And chant Radha's name into his ear and give him encouragement and, and so forth. Hmm? So, of course, this is... Uh, um, the sentiment that Nityananda Prabhu was wearing on his sleeve, and he's described uh, without any reservation in that regard, we find Prabhupada numerous statements himself under the influence of Nityananda Prabhu and coming uh, very prominently connected with the place where Nityananda Prabhu especially poured his mercy in Bengal. Hmm? It was the place of Prabhupada's yearly uh, pilgrimage with his family to visit the place in deity of Uddharanada Thakur, one of the Dwarasa Gopals, one of the twelve principal cowherd friends of Krishna in Gorlila. They would go there with the family and make pilgrimage. Uh, mercantile place and uh, Miss Nityananda Prabhu showed special special mercy there. So in many ways Prabhupada of course has expressed this. We're we, we know about this. It's been it's been written up. In the book, Oh My Friend, all of so many different anecdotes and statements of problem. Of course, his prayer on the Jaladut, his private prayer of Bhajan, reveals this, his affinity for this kind of sentiment. And the way in which he negotiates with Krishna is indicative of how a Priyanarmasaka would speak to Krishna about his romantic life. Oh, hmm. let me tell you something, friend. Buddy, come here. Let me tell you something. I want to tell you that it, this is something that is just set in stone. It's never going to change. Hmm? Your world revolves around this, making Radharani happy. 
Hmm? That's right, right. So, I have something I have to speak to you about. Radharani wants something. Hmm? In the form of my guru, Radharani's been represented and he's asked me something. And so I'm asking you, if you give me the power to do it, then Radharani will be pleased with you and your life will be successful. This kind of... This is only a Priyanarmasaka can talk like this. So we see this in in our Prabhupada. That is a prominent place in Gaudiya Sampradaya. It's one of the windows of opportunity. There are two, Kamanuga and Samananuga. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said to come and give the four bhavas. One is Kamanuga, the Madhurya Rasa, following the ways of the, of the, of the Kamarupa devotees, the gopis. The other is Samananuga, following the ways of arguably Vatsalya, Dasya, and Sakya. This all Their love is based on a relationship as a friend, as a, as a servant, as a parent. Hmm? But in Nityananda Prabhu we find what? As I said, as in Balaram. We find some Vatsalya, we find some Dasya in the context of his Sakya. This is the way the four Bhavas have come. Hmm? So really it's an opportunity for Sakya-rasa and any one of the four types of Sakyarasa, but primarily this Priyanarmasaka and Madhurasa, and that as a handmaiden of Radha, which Mahaprabhu, which Rupa Goswami and Sanatana, the six Goswamis, are um, embodiments of and teaching about and, and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, in this way, uh, uh, Ramananda has very much got the attention of Mahabhu. Now he quotes a verse hmm, from Srimad Bhagavatam. This is a famous verse and it appears in the Brahmavi Mohan Leela, which is a full-fledged Sakirasa Leela, where Brahma comes in and and his swan carrier and sees his, his prospect. Inasmuch as during the Chatur Sloki, when Krishna spoke the four verses of the Bhagavatam to Brahma, and Brahma asked for Sakyarasa. Hmm? Krishna said, yes, everything in due course. <laughs> now he's giving him a chance by his arrangement to see what, what Sakyarasa is about. And it's very extraordinary. As I said, it's very different. It's not like any other service or worship of God. Hmm? These people have become one with God in a very extraordinary way. They're equals. Hmm? Some people want to merge with God and become equal with God, but this is they've done it in a very different way. That's very, very charming. And so Sugadev has described the scene hmm, that's happening hmm, just before this uh, whole Agasura Leela begins. They're playing in the forest, they're having a picnic lunch, Hmm. Uh, they left early in the morning without Balaram, who was detained at home, hmm, because it was the day in the month that his the the constellation that he was born under entered into the moon. So it was a mini birthday. Hmm. So some relatives came, and he was stuck at home. He sent permission to Krishna, "Go ahead and go. I'm stuck here." Hmm. And something very extraordinary, of course, happened. So describing the interaction. Typical interaction in the forest among Krishna and his friends, leapfrogging, frolicking, playing different games, imitating the different the birds and the animals and so forth, and uh, 
dancing, singing, and uh, entertaining Krishna and themselves, and Krishna being entertained by that, and so on and so forth. Beautiful descriptions. Hmm? Then, this is just before Agasura is encountered, and the prospect of entering his mouth and uh, uh, appears, and what a, how exciting that might be, and so forth. So, Sugadev says something here, and this is what uh, Ramananda cited, a famous verse, and Sugadev is actually stunned by this kind of uh, 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 intimacy in a couple of ways. In the ways in which I've been talking about, hmm, um, it's just so it's so extraordinary in comparison to anything else. And also from a Madhurya perspective, he's stunned. Hmm? And how fortunate, in as much as Sugadeva is in Madhurya sentiment, he's stunned at how fortunate the cowherds are. Hmm? And that they could be so intimately related with him, and he would like to be intimately related with him hmm? in Madhurasa, and we'll discuss it, hmm? as, and be as intimate or more with them as they are. So he says, Itam satam brahmasukhanubhutya. He says, these... Um, Krishna, there is Krishna, he will say, playing with the cowherds, and this is so extraordinary because he who is Itam Satam Brahmasukanubhutya. He who the Rishis, the sages, uh, they see uh, uh, as Brahman. Hmm? They think of him as Brahman. Hmm? The all pervading, absolute. They sit in meditation on him in Brahman. He who they see as Brahman, he who people in Vaidhi Bhakti and in the Devas who are a kind have a kind of Dasya see as the Paradevata, the Supreme God, is and and he who is seen by ordinary people as an ordinary person, ordinary boy, is actually the Supreme Personality of God, and he's playing with these boys in a way that is that's mind-boggling to those who see him as Brahman, see him as the Supreme God. It makes no sense to them. How is this... What is Brahman doing? <laughs> what is the Supreme God doing? I can't understand him in this form. That's what's being said here. The example, nice example of, is there of the... Of, of of Durvas hmm? it said that Durvas heard hmm, the Rishi he heard that, that the Brahman your your object of meditation has appeared in the village of Brahm, of, 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 uh, of, of Brindaban that's odd so he wanted to go and check it out hmm. so Durvas went to Brindaban and he saw some charming boys playing wrestling with one another, so he sat down and he observed and, and Krishna was wrestling with Sridam and they were going at it and and, and Sridam wrestled Krishna to the ground and pinned him to the ground and jumped up and said, I won! I am the victor! I am the victor! Now you have to carry me on your shoulders. And Krishna said, no way! I won! What do you mean you won? I won! No, I won! How do you? How, I wrestled you to the ground. How can you say that you, you won? Well, your nose was pointing down. Hmm? My nose was pointing up. 
I'm the victor. Hmm? Ah, cheater. Hmm? When there's competition in Sakurasa, then friendship's off for a moment. Then they go at it fully. Hmm? So that's they, they're arguing. Hmm? So then Sridham says, hey, well, let's go ask that bubble over there. There's a Rishi over there. He's objective. These guys, you know, they're detached and everything. So they have an objective perspective. So we go ask him. So they, Krishna goes over, the two go over, and they say, Baba, did we want to ask, you know, who who won? Who You saw this, you were sitting there witnessing. Who won the fight? And Durvas is just like, what's going on here? <laughs> he didn't know, he couldn't even talk. Hmm? So Sri Dham, he's sitting there with his legs crossed. Sri Dham jumps up, sits up on one knee. Krishna sits on the other. They start pulling on his beard. Hey, buddy, come on, talk, talk. Can you, can't you say anything? Hmm? You're there. Are you deaf? Krishna says, are you dumb? Sri Dham says. <laughs> and so then, Shri, then Krishna just starts to laugh. He opens his mouth and he laughs. And Durvas hears the laughing and he finds himself transported into the mouth of Krishna. And inside the mouth of Krishna, he sees innumerable universes, one after another, after another, after another, and he wanders for millions and millions and millions of years. Hmm? He finally enters into one universe and gets his feet on the ground and heads to Vrindavan, and and there he sees, he hears laughter again suddenly he finds himself sitting there with the with krishna and and and, and sridam and in the vrindavan time it took just a second hmm? and this is how what sukadeva is saying this is how bewildering hmm, is this sakirasa to those people who think of krishna as the supreme brahman if they are to see this this is how how bewildering it is to them. He didn't know what his head was spinning. He, he was sent for a loop, so to speak. Hmm? And Sridham won. <laughs> um, so uh, then he says, that then there are the the, the um, people in Vaidhi Bhakti or the demigod. The demigods will, will witness what's just about to happen with the coming of Agasura and so forth. They'll see an extraordinary event. Krishna's coward friends, they, they go into the mouth of Agasura. They're, Krishna doesn't want them to go for fear of their well-being, but their desire is in competition with Krishna's desire, and they win. And Krishna is amazed. He tastes Karunirasa, compassionate for them. He tastes Vishmai, uh, Adbhut, amazement at how their desire won out over his by the arrangement of Yoga Maya. They go in, Agasura swallows them, Krishna goes in, hmm? and of course then he, they're all dead inside. They've, they've experienced the one of the ten symptoms of separation from Krishna. Hmm? Um, the last of the tenth, which is death-like symptoms. Hmm? And they pass out, and then Krishna expands himself inside of Agasura, kills Agasura, and he has, and, and then and he, then he 
comes out by, through his Brahmarandram and what's his name? Agasura does. And then Krishna comes out and then he merges into the body of Krishna. And all the devatas see this. Hmm? This is an instance where Krishna showed very extraordinary Aishvarya that would be hard to relate to because his body expanded. Hmm? As I said, the cowards think, well, Ryan gives him special powers and so he does, you know, extraordinary things. Hmm? But here his whole body expanded. It's rather odd. But he did that because none of them are looking. They're all passed out. He could do something like this. Hmm? And it was an intelligent way to kill Agasur as well. But the devas saw this, and they saw the soul of uh, Agasur merge into Krishna, and and then Krishna revives all the cowards, and they're playing together like, and and this is this um, um, he who it is now it's apparent he's the god of gods. He's the people get liberated; they enter into him, not into us, hmm? and. He is playing with these boys like this, and they they can't fathom it. They can't. How can how can the God of Gods, the Paradevata, be acting like this? The implication for them, the implication for the Rishis who think of God as Brahman is, who are these cowherds? He's definitely God, but what's making them act like this? So uncharacteristically of God, what is the nature of that preem? Sukadev says. Krita punya punja. It means, oh, they, one, one way of translating, the, oh, they must have performed millions and millions and millions of, um, they must have accumulated millions and millions of lifetimes of bhakti sukriti hmm? to, be, to be so intimately associated with Bhagwan, playing with him like this. As I say, wrestling and defeating him sometimes. Hmm? Or also, Sanatana Goswami has explained this verse in his Brihad um, Bhagavatamrita. Hmm? It's one of the Bhakti Rasayana verses, a, a, a nourishing verse. For He has nourishing verses there at the end of the book for each of the sentiments. Hmm? You can collect the verses and nourish your sentiment. This is one of them for Sakyarasa. Hmm? Bhakti Rasayana. Hmm. So, he also says this Krita Punya Punja means, Krita means behavior, and Punya Punja means mind enchanting and charming and beautiful. Hmm. Oh, that Krishna is, 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 is responding to this mind enchanting how these cowherds look and how they act and think. It's just very charming and Beautiful and um, like like nothing the gods have ever seen, like nothing the sages have ever seen, something like that. Hmm? And as I said, from the Maria perspective, it is also said, well, then the ordinary people see him as an ordinary person, my ashritanam. But it also means could mean Sanatana says that oh, and gopis are also covered by by they are also under the influence of Maya. They pray to. Maya, Katyayani, to have Krishna as their husband. Hmm? So they see him as an ordinary person. And and Sukadev, from this perspective, it's that, that, oh, these cowards are 
intimately associated with him, and we, I would like to be associated with him like this, also as if he was just my husband, hmm? rather than as a god and so forth. So this is a very uh, uh, prominent verse, and it speaks about, as I say, kind of the wonder and the, 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 the measure, the extent to which this kind of bhakti is very different from anything we've heard before, and therefore Mahaprabhu said, yes, Uttam, this is, this is the best. Hmm? And everything from here on out is like this, that, it, that, it, that Krishna is subjugated by it, conquered by that kind of bhakti. He's a plaything in the hands of the devotees. This is what Krishna means, in a sense, that he corresponds with their love, and their love is such that he has to appear in a form that, that makes him look not like God, Hmm? to those who uh, worship him, other, who worship him otherwise. This is where worship turns really into, into the full face of love. So it is the central baseline and pervades throughout the whole of Vrindavan. Any question? Yes. First of all, in the in the midday, Krishna will make arrangements to separate from the other cowherds along with his Priyanarmasakas for a different excuse. He'll say, I want to take some rest in a cave here with Subal. I need to take a little rest. You guys play for a while and, and uh, we'll, we'll get up and join you in a bit. And then he'll go off and all the Priyanarmas will go and or he say, hey, there's a famous astrologer that came to town, and um, I heard he's going to be here, and I think we should go to see him, but I can't bring everybody. Hmm? So this is a few of you come, and we'll go. And those who are more expert or interested know something about astrology and so on. So, so you take them. <laughs> and so your question is, what happens to the others who stay behind? Yeah, they're all under the shelter of, of Balaram, and Balaram completely consumes them, their attention, and absorbs them in various pastimes. And as much as Balaram is missing Krishna, they are missing along with him in the sentiment of Balaram. This is a kind of separation. Um, you asked about the Nityalila. Nityalila is characterized by not having separation. Hmm? Um, but that refers to the, 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 the real so to speak, uh, separation of Krishna in the Prakatlila, Manifestlila, going to Mathura, going to Dwarka, mm-hmm. and which which makes the inhabitants of Vrindavan totally in, incapacitated and and uh, uh, able, unable to function. That doesn't occur in Nityalila. But there are these occasional short-time uh, disappearances that that make for also this movement between union and separation that the uh, Leela consists of. Hmm. 
So there's separation, there, there's um, ten symptoms of separation, um, there's, there's um, um, th- um, three corresponding types of, of, of union with the separation, there's separation um, that there's separation that occurs before one meets Krishna. Let's say you enter into the Leela. Hmm? And so you've heard about him and you like him, but you haven't met him yet. Hmm? This is called Utkantita. Hmm? So the eagerness to meet him, there's a separation. It's like the Purvarag in Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And then Siddhi means the union that occurs when they first meet. And then there's separation uh, for like shorter periods. Hmm? And Vyog, this is uh, union of Tushti, means like satisfaction. And then Stiti means permanent hmm? union. So this is the union that occurs after Krishna comes back from Vrindavan and Mathura, hmm? or the union that is constant in the Nityalila. Hmm? So, all the rasas work like this. Dasiras, Vatsaliras, Sakiras, and in Manjari Bhava also, to some extent. But in Madhurya Rasa, also the I, the terms Bipralamba and uh, Sambhog, as opposed to Yoga and Ayoga. Hmm? Are used and they have special meanings in Madhurya Rasa, but they there's correspondence between what I've described. Purvarag is like Utkantita, and so forth, and so on. But mostly the teaching is that in Nityalila there's no separation, some slight separation, and that the one you're talking about, that's there. Hmm. Yeah, you feel separation from Krishna. Hmm. Balaram is the object of love, but he's also a lover of Krishna. He has a unique position. So he's an exemplar of Sakyarasa, but he's also the object, one of the objects of Sakyarasa, the two together. Hmm. So, but he can compensate for these other Sakas. Hmm. More so than he could for the gopis, hmm. the separation from Krishna in Sakirasa. Anything else? Can you please speak about how we extend the, the Shramba to discover in Sakirasa then into the Guru Seva? Well, it doesn't really. Uh, Vishramba, Vishrambena Guru Seva. The term is used there, Vishrambena Guru Seva. That's true. Um, there it means faith, confidence. Um, so the more we serve, uh, the more um, we um, get close to the heart of the guru, then the more um, sense of uh, intimacy we can find there, but they're not on equal ground. Hmm? 
Um, so, therefore, I liken it to something like dasya with some mixture of sakya. But it's not really, we have the stayibab with the guru, but uh, we can have guru bhakti and that will foster stayibab with, with Krishna. But it's something like, uh, like we said last night, like dasya with some sakya that we find from Mahaprabhu. Hmm. Like this, and Vishrambha means, yeah, confidence, so serving confidently, faithfully. It has lower meaning and higher meaning. Faithfully means faithfully, and higher meaning means that sometimes, uh, like I said, the, the service will be such that it won't look like service. It can, so it's Gurudev, don't do that. Grave, that's not in your interest. No. And he will, oh yeah. So, but this is, he's invested in you so many things, and you know, based on that, you you know what he wants. And so you, sometimes we find disciples will advise, they supply slokas, and so forth. And this, so this may be the full idea of Vishram Bena Guru Seva. Hmm? Paul? At the distance, hmm. there was a famous incident in Vrindavan when Prabhu was about to leave the world. He wanted to go around Vrindavan on a bullock cart, hmm. circumambulate, go over downhill. And in his condition, it would just would have been absolutely terrible for him. And so, but he wanted to go. So some disciples said. He's the guru. The guru has spoken. He should go. Other disciples no, said, no way. He's not going. Hmm? So there was, it probably was enjoying this pulling back and forth, hmm? orchestrating the whole thing. Hmm? So some had more Vishram Bena Guru Seva sensibility, and ultimately he didn't go. Hmm? All right, so let's stop there. Shri Sri Krishna Bhavaramji Ki Jai. Vrivaśnāp-guru-paramparā-ki-jāya, ki jaya or bhakti vrinda ki jaya ur